This is Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. We are Brad and Brittany, the voices in your head. So Brad's taking us on a magical journey today. (laughs) To Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children by Ransom Riggs. The narrator is Jesse Bernstein. The publisher is Random House Audio. The release date is June 13th, 2011. Listening length is 9 hours and 41 minutes, so just misses that two-digit mark (laughs) of the timing. And the genre is young adult fiction and dark fantasy. Mm. Sounds scandalous. Yes. So let me tell you a little bit about this story. Yes, please. It is a story about a young man named Jacob who has a very close relationship with his grandfather. And his grandfather told Jacob growing up all of these fantastic stories and magical stories of his childhood. It was very kind of sometimes impossible to believe a little bit when Jacob's grandfather passes away. And this isn't a spoiler because it happens within the first chapter of the book. Jacob finds himself questioning a lot of things of what he has seen, what he has heard from his grandfather's past. And so he sets out on a mission to kind of explore that and to kind of find the truth of it. So what he finds is peculiar to say the least (laughs) see what i did there yeah i do i do see and so he finds this orphanage of all of these children who have special powers and just unique abilities led by this magical woman miss peregrine who is a shapeshifter of sorts and she actually shifts into a peregrine bird which is why she's a peregrine Oh. I did not know a peregrine was a bird. I did not know that either. Is her <clears throat> real name Miss Peregrine? Mm-hmm. So how did her parents know she was going to be well, able to shapeshift into a bird? <laughs> like, that's that's like the best coincidence to I have know. in the last name. I mean, yeah. You definitely ask the hard questions. Yes. Uh, it's she, hard-hitting questions. She definitely has a first name, and I, I can't remember because I'm just so used to calling her Miss Peregrine. Um, I think it starts with an A. I don't know if Miss Peregrine was her birthright of a name. So you think she changed her name? Yes. Mm, okay. Because. Caw, caw, caw. Yeah, that's just too coincidental <laughs> to me. I can't get on board with her, with her family tree, knowing that she's going to one day shapeshift into a bird exactly. and being like, our last name is Peregrine. <laughs> uh, but it's funny because after I listened to this book, I heard the word peregrine 10 different times after. It's because the movie was coming out. Exactly. Well, that's true. But in different contexts, like I had a friend who um, was a sheep farmer and he was telling me how he <laughs> named his sheep after like the mother of the sheep was named Raven or something like that. And then when you have a child, like a sheep child, <laughs> you name the children's after something after birds related to birds so one of the the sheep was named peregrine that's really weird that's crazy when, when he said that i was like wait what'd you just say I is she gonna turn into a bird is I, that sheep I gonna just, turn into a bird i'm just listening to this book <laughs> i wonder if her last name was like trash can if she <laughs> would have shapeshifted into a trash can <laughs> i wonder about these things 
So tell me about the narrator a little yes. bit. Because Jesse, is that boy Jesse or girl it's Jesse? It's a boy Jesse. Okay. And so Jesse, I, overall, I think he did a very good job with the reading. There were some parts where I was a little bit confused because one thing that I noticed is that he used his real voice, his real talking voice, as the same voice as Jacob, who ja- is a little boy. Yeah, Jacob's young. Exactly. So- so I felt like there was no difference on that. I was wondering if you have ever came across that or what are your thoughts on that? Because I think it's completely weird. I think it's really weird. I mean, he is probably a 30 something year old mm-hmm. man doing the voice of a teenager. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is he does different voices for all the other characters, which I don't get. So how are his like female voices and everything mm-hmm. like that? So in chapter five, there's this really good example of a time where the narrator introduced a young female little girl and the way she was kind of introduced, you didn't know her name, you didn't know any descriptives about her, but yet he was able to kind of bring light to her and like bring this like kind of creepiness to her. Mm. And I think he, he did that throughout the novel with all the different characters because there are a lot of kind of peculiar children. peculiar children. And so I think he made them different from each other. So I think he did great on that. However, I don't like his Miss Peregrine voice. Really? Mm-hmm. How was his voice for her? Here's another situation where I saw who was playing the character of Miss mm. Peregrine in a movie, which is Ava Green. I expected Miss Peregrine to be this young, vibrant, and sassy woman. But then in the book, she sounds old and brittle mm. and needs a cane. Oh, <laughs> So like I, she hands out like Werther's caramels exactly. to, to children. She's like, oh, Jacob. Seriously? And I'm like, what? What is this? What? That's definitely not what they casted in exactly. there. Exactly. Like, she's like jumping off buildings, turning into crows. And she's like, hello, look at me. I'm taking care of these children. I am this peregrine. Exactly. I'm a bird. The way that she is portrayed in the, in the audiobook is old and classic. <laughs> She's, she's gone with the wind. Gone with the wind. Not fabulous. <laughs> Hair flip. In the audiobook, Jesse does a great job using a different kind of voice for the grandfather as his way to kind of build culture around the orphanage. Not so as grandpa have powers? Grandpa's powers are definitely talked about in the end, which is a really anticlimactic power, so I don't Love. care if it spoils it. No, but he's able to see the peculiar children and go with them like through a loop oh so with... his power wasn't just being old or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he's able to kind of like see who is the bad guy in the story there's these whites who are bad guys who are trying to kind of take all the peculiarness, peculiarness out of the peculiar kids he has the grandpa had the power of seeing who was a white that was really it <laughs> Like, that wasn't, to me, that's not a power. That's common sense. (laughs) (laughs) That's using your eyes, Grandpa. I mean, these people had white eyes. Oh, yeah. Describe what they look like. Because I have no idea. You just said the whites. And Mm -hmm. I was like. Rices. I'm white. (laughs) (laughs) Now, they were characters who had white eyes. And sometimes they had to wear dark sunglasses to cover the white eyes. That's another reason why the, the movie to book Harrison did not do me well. Because in the movie, Samuel L. Jackson was a white. And that's how I pictured all the whites to look like in the book. A Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> the snake's on the plane. <laughs> so 
So you just see Nick Fury's yes. running all around town. Oh, actually, this one in Miss Peregrine movie, he had white bushy hair and white eyes. So I just saw a white bushy haired black man as all the whites. <laughs> this is the most confusing sentence I've ever heard in my life. I just gotta end the episode there because I can't. I just wanted you to describe the whites and you just described Samuel L. Jackson with like the Bride of Frankenstein's hair. That's the visual I have in my head now. Well, that's the visual I got throughout the whole audiobook. (laughs) Thanks, Tim Burton. This is going to sound really weird, but are the whites like a group? (laughs) Why are they called the whites? I don't know. However, I do give it credit because it is spelled differently. I had to look it up. Oh, cool. So it throws in a cool, <laughs> cool spelling in there, but it's still, it's still the same when we're talking about uh, it. Is there the, a lot of them? There aren't. They're, they just talk about them. The peculiar children are saying, oh, no, the whites are going to get us. <laughs> <laughs> so their nightmares involve a bunch of whites coming together. <laughs> there's a lot of them um or if there's not there are a lot okay so these children have a legitimate fear of this bad guy yes but seriously like how how could nobody think that it's a bad idea for him to give the bad guy a, a color nobody name. in the publishing community like, that publishes books nobody was like Hey, maybe you should call them, like... I mean, if you really like the whites spelling, Whittle. Yes! Call them the Whittle Men. These are the Whittles. (laughs) Call them the Whittles. The Whittle people. The Whittle people. Then we get into sizeism. (laughs) Why can't he call them wraiths? Mm -hmm. Like, why not? Why do you have to call them something that in the audiobook is going to be read like, the whites are chasing these children. The whites are coming. The whites are coming. The whites are coming. (laughs) (laughs) So the emotions in the narrator's voice, does he portray different ages properly? Mm -hmm. He's definitely invested into the story. And I think that his emotions can be shown. I I feel like when Jacob was feeling grief that his grandfather died, it was definitely like, you know, this loss of this big person in this in his life Mm -hmm. and you definitely felt that from jesse that's good right how about his interest in the story do you find that he has good interest so the interest is there he definitely takes you on this journey across this mythical land this is what i liked about this audiobook this is again one of those audiobooks that i followed along with the book because of the unique pictures that ransom riggs put into the book Oh, okay. So he had, with each creepy, peculiar child, he had a picture that showed exactly what they looked like. So what he would do is he would describe the child, you know, a couple detailed sentences, and then have the picture showing what the child is doing. So he would describe one child as hovering. She, like, levitated. And so he would describe Jacob looking at a picture, because the book was all about pictures and photo albums. And so Jacob would look at a picture in a photo album and say, oh, wow, look at this girl in a white dress two feet off the ground. And then so then they would turn the page and it'll be a picture of the girl in a white dress two feet off the ground. Whoa. So I, I definitely loved having that interactive looking at the pages as well yeah. as listening to it because it l- allowed me to 
kind of hear the descriptives as they were going, but then also kind of look at the pictures and kind of get a mental image of the peculiar child. Yeah. So I really like that aspect of it. I haven't read or listened to it at all, but I think the cover of the book really drew me in mm-hmm. a long time ago. I've had this on my Amazon wish list for forever. Yes, yes. Um, but I've just never gotten around to it. Mm-hmm. When it first came out, one of the things that I really liked about it was the creepy cover. Yes. Because I was just so mm-hmm. eerie looking. Uh, like you, I had this on my list for a while and I just wanted to make sure I get the hardback of these books. There's three of them so far in the series mm-hmm. because I want to look at the pictures because I knew that there's going to be, there was about like, probably like 25 pictures in the whole book Wow. of different events. So... Uh, There was a picture of the letter that was written to Jacob's grandfather. There was pictures of all the children. There was a picture of Miss Peregrine. Also in the picture, she was old, too. Why did the movie... I think that's like the Hollywood has to like sexualize it a little Mm -hmm. bit. And even just having a young woman be in the part of an old woman, even though she's not overtly sexual about it, it just like has to get that feminine Mm -hmm. sort of drawl in. You know who I would have thought to play? Who? Helena Bone Carter. Oh, I was thinking Susan Sarandon. Oh, that's good. But we know that Tim Burton is not with Helena Bone Carter anymore. So she he's not going to be using her in any movies, it sounds like. So I think that if they were still together, Helena oh, Bone Carter she... would have definitely oh, yeah. was Miss Peregrine. I mean, I feel like I haven't read it or anything like that, but I've seen the trailers on TV and everything. And I feel like Miss Peregrine was made for Helena Bonham Carter. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just she yeah. just seems to fit it mm-hmm. so well. And so it is a shame. But then I do see Susan Sarandon in it just because Susan Sarandon is still, she's still like really, really hot. <laughs> she is. She is. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't been in much. She would have been really good as Miss Peregrine based on the book version of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's not old, but like, it still would have gotten that well-traveled, well-lived kind of personality into the character instead of just having a young, and it was also a like younger a, she's person. She's like, Miss Peregrine is a caregiver. She yeah. risks her daily life to kind of take care of these kids. You know, it might have been a good thing to kind of cast a little, you know, more mature. Like a mom. Yeah. Like sort of a, a, a motherly type because just looking... At the trailer of the Miss Peregrine that they picked and casted, I didn't get a mother sort of vibe from mm-hmm. her. I got I got a friend. badass or a friend, yeah. but not this someone who's going to take care of them and, exactly and comfort them when mm-hmm. the bad people come to get them. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet, and I and I wanted to see a movie when it first came out, but I was just there was a lot going on. I definitely need to go see that movie though. Yeah, because we should I, watch it because I did like the book ultimately. So you read the book and I haven't. We should watch the movie and mm-hmm. I'll watch it, not have seen or listen read, to listen to the book at all mm-hmm. or read the book at all. And then you can watch it mm-hmm. having listened and read to it and we'll see how our likes differ. Okay. We'll see if we... Uh, Definitely. Because you might have like differing opinions of the peculiar children. That's true. Versus what I had because I yeah. actually read about them and then you, you were kind of getting like the Hollywood version of them. Yes. So that would be Ooh. good. Bonus episode. We'll do a movie versus. Is this movie madness or movie magic? Yeah. I like that. So yeah. So overall, I feel like the audiobook let me have this clear picture. It was nine hours. It wasn't long. Did you have to speed it up at all? Did you to get through it faster? No, I didn't. I had it on regular pace. It was one speed. Shocked. Yes. Uh, the narrator was definitely good in that 
area. He was kind of straightforward and I didn't feel like I needed to speed him up to make him go quicker. Yeah. So how did you find it best to listen to this? So this was tricky because I was rushing to listen to the book and finish the book before the movie came out. Mm -hmm. I've had this long list of books I wanted to get through first and Miss Peregrine just kind of fell through the cracks. But when the movie came out, I was like, I got to finish this book. I did something I don't typically like to do is just sit down and listen to it. So where I listened to this was definitely doing things that did not take a lot of effort. I felt like I had to be focused. Right. I just sat on a couch at one point with my little bowl of popcorn listen to it like that mm-hmm. i need to listen to books like that it's hard i don't i like to do things like physically do things while i'm listening to a book yeah so driving is good and then also bath time is good mm-hmm. and maybe riding on a horse bareback is good i can't i'm picturing you with like long luxurious locks <laughs> blowing in the wind on the back of a horse listening to an audiobook <laughs> It's like Fabio and like, I can't believe it's not butter commercial. It's not, I can't believe it's not books. I can't believe it's not (laughs) audio books. Why does Fabio suddenly have a British accent? (laughs) So overall, I feel as if I would have liked to... Do something while listening. Do something while I was listening to this book. And I felt like it was rushed. But yet I didn't speed it up. So it's kind of like oxymoron right there. Yeah. But that's interesting though. Mm Mm-hmm. I probably listened to it after we watched the movie because, mm-hmm. like you said, it's pretty seems I pretty mean, quick. I probably would have given it a three out of five just because it wasn't my favorite book that I've ever listened to, but it also wasn't the worst book that I've ever listened to. That's pretty good. It's a hard decision because I feel as if I would shove the audiobook. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So even with the not having to speed it up or anything like that, you still would shove mm-hmm. it. I think I preferred reading the book. And looking at the pictures and just kind of using the book to kind of take my time. And it wasn't, again, it wasn't a long book, so it wouldn't take up too much space on the shelf. Now, real quick, didn't you fall asleep while reading the book? I did. And that's why you listened well, to Well, that was audio? because it was my first book that I've read oh, that I tried okay. reading okay. in a year. It's just interesting. Miss Peregrine was, because I was dead set on reading the book because of the yeah. pictures. yeah. But when I got halfway through the book, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm falling asleep every night and I'm too tired. And I think that's just me now with regular books. It's like the culture of an audiobook is I'm used to someone reading things to me and I'm used to doing things while I'm still hearing the story. But now when I sit down and I'm actually opening up the pages, I'm just like, oh my God, this is too tiring. And You have to stop everything mm-hmm. in order to listen. And yeah. It just... It's like my mind has to do a different, yeah. has to add on a different task. Yeah. That's to actually read the book. Yeah, exactly. And that's the that's the thing that I like about audiobooks is that I can multitask with them. I can mm-hmm. do work and also listen to it at the same time. And it's not, I don't have to stop reading when I'm taking a break. I don't have to put the book down, especially if I'm in a good part mm-hmm. and then return to work. I can just continue on. Exactly. Exactly. So that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's still interesting that you would prefer to read the book mm-hmm. in the future. Definitely. And keep the book and shove the audiobook. So I'm intrigued by the movie mm-hmm. about seeing that. I'm looking forward to our little movie movie magic yes. on last night. All right. Well, I think that concludes our review of Miss Peregrine. Home for Peculiar Children. Please follow along on Facebook and Twitter. And subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks. Thanks. Leave us reviews. (laughs) Reviews, please.
<laughs> shout out alert. So as promised, we are going to give our shout out to our 80th like, like on Facebook. Yes. So thank you so much, Carol, for liking Audio Shelf and enjoying what you're hearing. So tell your friends on Facebook to tell like your, us. Tell your friends, tell your coworkers, tell your dog. Oh, I love listening to dogs. Listen to us. Yes. Little headphones on their little yes. ears. Oh, oh my it. gosh. I love it. Ruff, ruff. DJ doggies. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. So these children have a legitimate fear of this <laughs> of this bad guy. <laughs> Board up your houses. The lights are coming. <laughs> like, so these whites are wreaking havoc through the town. <laughs> Jackson. <laughs>